Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, Jim Nance, thanks as always for the introduction there. And of course, a very busy stretch has been at Torrey Pines for Jim Nance and the team. Of course, Nance is in Monterey uh, trying to play it safe here a week before the Super Bowl. But what a week it's been at Torrey Pines. Of course, uh, Patrick Reed tied for the lead and a lot of rules discussions with him on number 10 and what happened there. Of course, Twitter is on fire. And the funny thing is, the first thing I did as soon as I heard he was with the rules official or, or going to be talking to a rules official, the very first thing I did was tweet and say, hey, how easy it is for all of us to just sit here, golf influencers, journalists, digital producers, what have you, people who have never, ever interviewed Patrick Reed and just say, oh, here we go, he's cheating again. Yep, he's cheating again. Yep, it's just such a formality. Just uh, a quick rush to judgment. That's just how it is because he's got that name in the world of golf. And um, yeah, and seriously, would you ever say some of this to Patrick's face? I mean, gosh, <laughs> that, that's my whole perspective there. As you see the video, and clearly him picking up the ball was a little premature. That was, uh, which a lot of people questioned. Before we get to it real quick, Encore Golf, my sponsor, use the promo code B Clubhouse, the letter B Clubhouse, 10% off any of their golf balls they have on the website. They have an awesome golf ball, the Elixir. If you're tired of losing your three or $4 golf ball, like seriously, it happens, right? Check out the Elixir Golf Ball, $29.99 is the price point we're talking about. You're going to get 10% off with my promo code, and this is a two-time gold list winner in Golf Digest. This is literally a hot list winner you've got to check out. It is the Elixir Golf Ball from Encore Golf. Check them out as well on Instagram and Twitter, at Encore Golf, EncoreGolf.com. Considering where we are right now in the Patrick Reed story, I figured we would revisit a discussion I had with him in Chicago, end of 2015, and it was basically in the locker room. Um, he's joined by Phil Mickelson at one point here, chiming in like only Phil does, Phil being Phil. But listen, this is about how he deals with naysayers, how Patrick Reed views naysayers and controversy and how he manages that in his mind, compartmentalized. This is a kind of a look inside um, his head and, and how that is a process for him. So we get to that and also to how he just wants to be himself. And he gets into that a little bit later, a few, few more minutes into this about when the cameras are on, he just wants to be him. And he doesn't put anything on or put anything off. He says, there are some people who do that. Um, that's Patrick Reed's perspective. Let's get to it right here. Tournaments more important than others. Because if you go into the week thinking this tournament's more important than that tournament, and all of a sudden you're just psyching yourself out on thinking, oh, well, I have to go play well here. No, just go out and do what you do. Hopefully you play well enough where at the end of the day you have a chance. How do you view controversy in general that's just come about that in general? It's just, just uh, 
the naysayers, if you will. There's a lot of naysayers out there, haters. Always going to be haters out there. If you're, if you're successful in this world, you know, they're gonna, you're going to have people that are going to be hating on you, jealous, or you know, and you're going to have people on, on your side. You know, it's just the way it is. And, and I really don't care what people say, if it's good or bad or indifferent. I'm just, you know, I'm out there to do what I do, and that's play golf and you know, provide for my family. And at the end of the day, that's all I can do. Um, the only thing I can do is control me and hopefully, uh, you know, improve on me, not only on golf course, but as a person. And if I feel like I'm doing the correct things in my life, then there's nothing really I have to hide or be ashamed of. Interesting. And how you prepare for your, your golf game. A lot of, there's so much of a talk of, oh, you got to be the athlete. You have to be the perfect Jason Day, protein, all this, like, like, root depth. Ribeye steaks, <laughs> mac and cheese, and Coca-Cola's. True story, right? No workout. I don't, I don't remember last time I was to touch the gym. The Kessler on the other hand. Ooh, the Kessler touches the gym. See, my caddy touches the gym more than I do, and, and, you know, and more than almost everybody out here. So I figured since he's touching it two times more than everybody, you know, we're balancing out as a team here. So we're good. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, this is a pretty cool time in golf, man. In the big picture, the country is what a future we have right now. I mean, yeah. And certainly on Tiger and Phil. Yeah, that's just that's just the thing is there's so many good players now that's so deep that before it used to be 10 guys in the field have a chance to win. Now it's 40, 50. Now, of course, you're going to have, if, you know, some guys that come, if they go and play their good game golf, they're going to beat everybody. But, you know, every week it seems like there's more and more people that they're playing well, they're, you know, they have a chance to win. I don't remember how many times it was last year that I saw so many names on the top of the board. I'm like, who are they? Yeah. You know, and then, you know, as the week went on, a couple of them fizzled out, but, you know, it's just, you see their name pop up there, and you're just like, who is that? Where do they come from? <laughs> then all of a sudden they pop up again, like another week, you're like, I saw that name before. And, you know, it just shows you how deep golf is and how deeper it's getting, which is which is great, not only for, you know, us out here competing, but it's also great for, uh, you know, the future of the game and also just growing as, of the game around the world. And lastly, we look up to the most, obviously, through the experiences of the Ryder Cup last year. I know that Justin mentioned Andy Ward and speaking about the veterans and stuff. You've had a... Some kind of charge here in these three years. Uh, I guess 2013. Yeah, three years. This guy right behind me. He seems to uh, know what the hell he's doing when it comes down to Ryder Cups and Presidents Cups. Or he just knows how to schmooze the right people to actually get on the team. I don't know which one it is. But what's happening? We don't know. Speaking of which, I will see you tonight. The wine will be ready. Our jerks will be on the table. Where? Bruce Smith. What time? 7, 7.30. Okay. Really, it's 7, but 7 to 7.30 is the time. Sure. Cool. All right. Well, you have my text, too. If you have any, well, you have my number. Yeah. You text. Well, no one knew. Did you type it? You type it. Yeah. Hey. No, no one knew where. Oh, I, 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 I thought I told everybody. I never told anybody where. I'll see you tonight. All right, bud. Does that kind of stuff happen? I'm down like the older guys, kind of organizing different all the this year for President's Cup, and uh, you know it's great because he understands what it's like to be a part of the team and everything. And uh, you know, it, those are just the kind of the special things where you get to sit down with the guys, just you know, small talk, have a good time, and uh, 
you know, just get to know them off the golf course. Because, I mean, we all know each other on the golf course. We know Phil's left hand, and he can hook it around every tree and hit the mega flop shot. But you don't know him off the golf course. And, um, you know, when cameras are up, a lot of the guys, you know, they can't really be as much as themselves because they might get in trouble. Now, on the other hand, I'm always myself, so even when I'm around the camera, sometimes I get in trouble. But that's just what I am. I mean, I want people to know who I am, not to, you know, a political, you know, sideshow on who's basically, you know, who's hiding behind a, you know, publicly correct figure that they're trying to be because they don't want to get in trouble. Now, can I tone it down? Yeah, but uh, that's something I'm working on. Just so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> the truth is the truth. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and the last part about the Ryder Cup was how do you view the uh, Team USA's chances going into uh, next year? I know there's a lot ahead, but still, um, good question. Um, I feel like we were close last year. It's just, you know, we got killed all our shots, so. To, uh, once we get closer to that, that, that time and we start seeing who's going to be on the team, that's then we'll really know what kind of, you know, where we're going to be as a team and everything. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. You can take anybody and go if they shoot play that week. It's hard to beat us. And same thing with them, though. You know, they outplayed us for sure last year. And as a team, I mean, they didn't really outplay Jordan and I. Jordan and I went out there and just killed it. But, uh, you know, as a team as a whole, which really matters, they outplayed us. Think about his greatest strengths. The mental strength has got to be the biggest one because he's not a long hitter. He's one of the shortest hitters on tour. This guy is tied for the lead at Torrey Pines, and he's 207th in driving distance. And this is the longest tournament on the PGA Tour in terms of distance. Doug Bell, great stat today on CBS Sports HQ. But anyway, hope you enjoy it. Patrick Reed here on Beyond the Clubhouse. Let's catch up again soon. You're going to see a lot of audiograms on at Garrett Johnston Golf on Instagram at Beyond the Clubhouse podcast, as well as Twitter at Johnston Garrett and at Beyond Clubhouse. So many good guests coming up. So many great topics to get into. Let's stick with it here. Hope you enjoy the rest of the way here on Beyond the Clubhouse.